Professor Sagata Mitra is next. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Net Support Radio, the official broadcaster for Bet 2020. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. Powered by the Anderton Tiger Broadcasting Network. Good afternoon to you. It's six minutes past five and live on the telephone is Professor Sugata Mitra. Sugata, how are you? Oh, I'm fine. Uh, thank you. Lovely to be back in London after a while. A pleasure, pleasure. It feels like you've never left us. Um, you are speaking tomorrow here at BET. What can we expect to hear from you? Well, I was going to talk about the future of learning, and uh, I think it will be in three parts. Um, the first bit is about what my work shows. Uh, the second bit is about um, what could we do next. Therefore, what changes uh, are required? And the third part, which I'm a little bit nervous about, is about a is about a fundamental change in uh, how we deal with the future, as far as schools are concerned. I don't think you need to be nervous about that at all. I think you are very well placed. There's plenty of research. There's plenty of student learning understanding uh, under your belt. So I, I would uh, I would do what I can to encourage you to put it out there, Sigata, uh, and uh, and just get on there. If folks are just joining us for the first time, can you just explain a little bit about your your soul, your self organised learning environments? Because for me, that was the most profound moment in my career. Hearing you talk about that and your discoveries about it. It'd be really nice just to refresh everyone's memory on that if you can. Well, uh, a self-organized learning environment or a soul, S-O-L-E, is actually a very simple idea. It's, uh, it's about children clustering around the internet. Um, you know, when children deal with the internet, unfortunately today, uh, they use little devices. And quite rightly, we are all very concerned about what the Internet might be doing to them. Um, What my work shows is that if heterogeneous groups of children, boys and girls, cluster around the Internet on a large screen in a safe and public space, then they can detect rubbish coming out of the Internet, they can correct each other, and they can quickly get to the answers to some very fundamental questions put to them by their teachers. Um, Essentially, a soul is about collaborative learning around the internet. Uh, I call it self-organized because that collaboration is not driven by a teacher or an institution. It's driven by the children themselves. Absolutely right. Perfect. Couldn't uh, um, apply that. You've also done some great work with the the granny cloud, and I love your term. It's endearing and just so appropriate. And that's about using educational expertise to reinforce, bolster, and support uh, people. Uh, Could you again just enlighten me on that? That would be really good to hear your. Well, I mean, it started off uh, as just an idea in uh, 2008 or so. Uh, the idea is very simple. The idea is that if there's a child and the child is actually trying to do something or, or trying to do something fairly impressive, say, for example, uh, the child is, uh, uh, you know, playing with the settings on a smartphone. Now, we could uh, be alarmed on the one side and say, well, don't do that. You know, don't touch that phone. Do you know how much it costs, etc.? 
On the other hand, we could use what I would describe as the method of the grandmother, which says, uh, you know, my goodness, uh, do you know how to change the screen background? And the child says, of course, that's very simple. She changes the background. And then she says, well, that's not all. Let me show you some of the other things that you can do with your phone. So the the granny, the archetypal granny, I mean, it could be a man, a woman, a young man, young woman, anybody, drives the learning process using admiration as their main tool, as opposed to discipline. It's also not unidirectional. The granny does not send material to the child to receive. It's just the opposite. The granny asks, and the child finds the answers. And in order to show off, he then says, look at all the other things I can do. So I've used this method now for, for many years. Uh, a loosely formed uh, a group of volunteers, many in London, who call themselves the Granny Cloud. Uh, we can beam them, beam them over the internet using video conferencing, Skype, whatever, to places where children don't have access, not to answers, but to big questions. So the granny gets in there and says, I wonder, and then she puts out this question, I wonder why polar bears have white fur, you know. Uh, you would imagine they'd have black fur because they're in these cold places and the sunlight would be absorbed by the black color and they would be warmer, but instead they're all white. And then she says, well, I'll be back later. Uh, uh, you guys, you know, you're really, you're really smart with the internet. Maybe you can figure this out. We do this with, you know, we do this over and over again with many children, many kinds of sessions, and each one produces a piece of learning quite by itself. Brilliant, absolutely brilliant. It's so simple, and I, I wonder where we lost our way uh, because that kind of st- student-led inquiry used to be uh, common parlance. That's how we used to do it, uh, and we used to have that kind of archetypal, um, as you've rightly identified, expertise in the classroom. And, and things have changed, and we've moved away from that. And I wonder what uh, what has happened to make that where we are now. Well, uh, that that is going to be, I hope, the the uh, the third part of my lecture where, where I, I say that we seem to have taken an assumption from the past, actually, from uh, quite a bit in the past, an assumption that what you need to know is about the past. And using data from the past, you would take action uh, in the now. Um, maybe flavored just a little bit with anticipation of the future. So, so you if you were to say, you know, what will happen if I if I tip this glass of water over, um, your past tells you that the water will spill, the glass will break, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, um, if you are not on the moon. So now the, the thing is that uh, if you are not on the moon was a joke several years ago. It's no longer a joke. So if you're preparing a child for the future, then you do need to pay attention not only to the past, but to the future. The child needs to be able to look and imagine a future. So that change is very fundamental to education. And I I wish I knew exactly what to do. I wish I had a prescription. I don't. 
but I can see the problem. I think it's really good. That's a beautiful analogy as well. Um, we last caught up a few years ago, and thank you so much indeed uh, for your contributions. I enjoy uh, reading almost everything that uh, uh, you put out on there. What have you been doing in the last five years? Because we, we, I haven't been enjoying you on a on a, a speaking circuit. Have you been engaged in some more research? Have you been writing a new book or something? Have you been doing some interesting stuff? Yes, I have actually been working on a couple of things. Uh, the, the, the the, the most time-consuming of the lot was a book. It's called The School in the Cloud, uh, The Emergent Future of Learning, and it's published by Corwin Publishers of Los Angeles, who are an arm of SAGE of uh, UK. It just came out, and, uh, you know, it takes a while to write a book. I would not recommend writing another one to anybody. <laughs> so, that took a lot of time. Then... Uh, then I started on a somewhat ambitious idea, which was to see how these self-organizing systems of children and the Internet, uh, how they work. You know, my work before, last 20 years' work, shows what it does. It doesn't exactly show how it does it. And to study that how, uh, I believe the answer is not entirely inside social science. The answer is a mix of natural science, of the physical sciences, of what uh, what networks do and how they behave. And in particular, I, I am attracted by uh, the term spontaneous order. Um, so late in life, I decided that I would try and uh, see how spontaneous order works. And uh, so far, uh, I have made... Uh, well, actually, there's no progress whatsoever, but it has been fun. Well, that's uh, a lot can be learned in that, I have to say. We don't have to have uh, a sudden uh, book or something uh, under our belt uh, on that particular front, but I, I think that's really good. I, I'm, I'm very impressed um, about your thinking, and congratulations on the book, which is really good. Um, I just also need to tell listeners, you are on tomorrow, so if you are coming to bet, uh, folks, uh, tomorrow you will be able to catch uh, the good professor on stage live. I'm just catching him early because I know what his diary is going to be like tomorrow. He's going to be rushed from pillar to post there'll be interviews to be done and i won't get uh, this quality time with him so that's why we're, we're taking the time to uh, to speak with him now what have you got planned for the future sugata what are you working on next where where after tomorrow will you be going what is uh, what is on your agenda at the moment well uh, th- th- there are a, a couple of uh, things that i'm uh, uh, i'm doing right now uh, when I finish uh, tomorrow, then uh, I, I will return shortly after that uh, to India from where I came. I, I now spend about six months a year in India and six months in England in Gateshead. Uh, uh, in India, uh, I am planning to set up a laboratory, uh, a laboratory that's called uh, What's Next. It doesn't specifically deal with any actual subject. It simply deals with uh, the big questions of our time and tries to look for answers inside any of the subjects uh, that we have. So, you know, I mean, it could be a question from education answered by a geologist or, or, or it could be anything. It can be the kind of lab where people from anywhere in the world can come and try out anything that they want, um, provided, of course, uh, they don't spend too much money. 
it's going to be in a lovely place. It's in Rajasthan in India, um, uh, just where the desert begins. And uh, there's a little university there where I'm planning to set this lab up. Uh, this is the first time, Russell, that I have actually spoken about this. So, um, uh, you know, uh, I, I haven't actually uh, said this to anyone else before. Thank uh, you. That, I think, will keep me busy for the next couple of years. I think it will. I think it's lovely you're spitting your time between two places. Uh, you know, India is such a, a passionate place for you. Um, I can't speak for Gateshead, but uh, a lot of your research was conducted there as well, I have to say. So it's great that we get some uh, some action of you. This is uh, groundbreaking stuff, and thank goodness we have someone like you doing it uh, and prepared to invest and put their time in it. I, I can't be in your audience tomorrow. I wish I could. Um, I just love listening to you. Uh, you have such an engaging way about you. And I hope you bring more people on your journey with you tomorrow. So may I wish you the very best of luck. Uh, and thank you so much indeed. Uh, and thanks for letting us know what you're doing next. I won't tell a soul. Your, your, secret is safe with, your secret is safe with me. I so enjoy uh, listening to you. And thank you so much indeed. May you be able to continue your splendid research and your splendid work. The, the world is a better place uh, for having you in it. And thank you so much indeed. The very best of luck tomorrow. And uh, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Russell. Thank you for having me. And, and, and thank you for your interest in, in my work. I really appreciate it. No, you're very welcome. I, I use a lot of the concepts in my radio workshops with children. I've combined it, interestingly, with the granny cloud. So I adopt that methodology. Uh, I act dumb and I try and get them to lead and open up in ways so that they, you know, we have some pupil-led inquiry. There's not enough of that around the world, really. Uh, and I, I love what you've done. And it's been a transformational for me so thank you so much indeed chatting live there with a the brilliant professor sugata mitra who is here at bet tomorrow best of luck to you professor have a great day tomorrow and thanks for joining us thank you thank you welcome to net support speaker zone at bed 2020 hear from a range of education experts covering ed tech topics in bite-sized portions every day at bet 2020